Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. Everyone's really excited about GICs right now because interest rates are high and they seem like this tiny little spark of guaranteed investment income in an otherwise rocky sea of stock market volatility right now. But GICs are definitely not for everyone, and they're really only appropriate to be used in a few specific situations. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through what exactly is a GIC, why everyone seems to be loving on GICs at the moment, the right times in your life to consider using a GIC, and why a GIC is not an appropriate investment to have in a long-term growth-oriented stock portfolio, aka if you're young, you should not be buying GICs as an investment product. I'm sorry to burst your risk-averse bubbles. To start with, what exactly is a GIC? The term stands for Guaranteed Investment Certificate, and what this essentially is is a loan that you're purchasing. Except the way that it really works is that it's actually the bank who's purchasing a loan from you. You are lending your money to the bank. And what happens is you say to the bank, okay, I have $20,000 that I would like to lend you. And the bank says, amazing, we would love to take your $20,000. We'll keep it for exactly one year. And at the end of that year, we can promise we'll give you your $20,000 back as well as 5% interest for letting us borrow and use your $20,000 for the past year. When you buy a GIC from your bank, before you sign on the dotted line, you'll get to know exactly how long the bank is gonna keep your loan for, as well as the predetermined amount of interest that you're gonna earn from lending the bank your money for that predetermined amount of time. You're guaranteed to get your full principal back as well as the agreed upon amount of interest provided you don't try to take your money back from the bank before the predetermined end date. This makes it an extremely predictable product, which people love because you know exactly when you're going to get your money back, exactly how much money you'll get back, and exactly how much money you're going to earn from your investment. Now, if you've been learning with me for a while, you might be listening to this and wondering how exactly is this different from a high interest savings account? The interest rate that you're going to get on a GIC is usually significantly higher than any interest rates that are offered by high interest savings accounts. Usually with GICs, you'll also be offered a higher interest rate for the longer the term of the GIC. So a one-year GIC is going to usually offer a higher interest rate than a three-month GIC, provided the bank thinks that interest rates are going to continue going up. Unlike a high interest savings account though, in order to actually receive the interest from the GIC, you have to leave your money in there for the whole length of the agreed upon term. And trying to take your money out before then usually means that you're forfeiting any interest that you might earn. So if you think that you might need to access your money before the term is up, then a high interest savings account is definitely the better bet for you because you will continue gaining interest on the money in that account for the time that it's in there, and it'll just stop when you take the money back out again. So you'll still earn something as compared to a GIC, whereas if you take the money out, you'll earn nothing. 
GICs are such a hot topic right now because they're an extremely safe investment product that's offering a relatively high rate of return right now. They're CDIC insured, which means your money is guaranteed to make its way back to you even if the bank goes bankrupt, and you're guaranteed your interest rate payout. For the last few years, GICs have been largely ignored because the interest rates they were offering were so low that nobody really cared about them. But recently, with the Bank of Canada interest rate hikes that we've been seeing, we've started seeing GICs offering eye-catching interest rates like 5% available on a one-year GIC. This means if you invest $1,000 into a one-year GIC, at the end of the year, you'll get $1,000 back, as well as $50 from the 5% interest that you are earning for the year. And that all sounds pretty good, right? It's guaranteed, it's extremely low risk, but we all know the saying, high risk equals high reward. Well, with GICs, it's the opposite. It's no risk equals very low reward. So what this means is a GIC is not a great investment for a long-term investment strategy. What it is good for though, is for people who would otherwise be keeping a fairly large chunk of cash available and accessible to them because they need it within a very short timeline and potentially at a very specific time. This means that if you're saving up a chunk of cash for something that you know you're gonna need for a purchase in the near future, you could potentially look into putting it into a GIC with a determined end date so you know exactly when you're gonna get it back right before you need it, so you can start to earn a little bit of interest income on that money. Examples of what a GIC might be useful for are saving money for a down payment, saving for a tuition payment if you're going back to school, saving to purchase a car, saving to start your own business. These are all things that could be invested into a GIC because you know you're gonna get the money back, there's absolutely no risk to it. You know exactly when you're gonna get the money back so that you know you have it in your account when the time comes that you need to make your payment and you know that you're not gonna be losing quite as much purchasing power to inflation, and maybe if you're lucky, you'll even be making a little bit of extra money off of the cash that you've saved to go towards whatever the big life purchase is that you're planning on making. And this brings us to what a GIC is not supposed to be used for, which unfortunately conflicts with why a lot of people are interested in GICs right now in the first place, and that is for long-term retirement-geared investing. People love the idea of the safety and security of a GIC. So if they have a chunk of cash that's been sitting around in their retirement accounts that they've been too afraid to invest because of the perceived volatility of the stock market right now, they're likely to invest it in a GIC. Now let's talk about why that is not a very good idea. The single biggest reason for this comes down to something called opportunity cost. If you're choosing to invest your money into a GIC and you're earning a 5% rate of return, that might seem great for the first year. But based on the historical average rates of return of the stock market, even if you're earning 5% from your GIC, you're costing yourself at least that much and probably then more by missing out on investing your money in the stock market. And again, even though it's safe, that 5% rate of return isn't that great. And if you don't believe me, then open up some sort of investment calculator and you do the math for how much of your own money you would have to save in order to be able to retire at a 5% interest rate. Then contrast that with the amount of money that you'd have to save to retire at the potential 
interest, we'll call it, earned from using the stock market and its historical average rate of return, even just be conservative and make that 8% and see the difference in the volume of your actual hard cash that you have to save to be able to retire one day. And that's even making the assumption that the rates offered by GICs are going to stay as high as they are now. If you are young, if you are at the beginning of your working career and you're choosing to invest your retirement savings in a GIC, you are shooting yourself in the foot at the beginning of your marathon. You are absolutely crippling your ability to grow wealth in the long run, and you're going to have to hope that you come into some massive windfall of money to make up for the lost opportunity cost you have from investing your money into a GIC instead of following the traditional standard advice of putting your money into the stock market in the form of a low-cost index fund. So don't get caught up in the hype about GICs, and also don't get caught up in the fear about the volatility of the stock market right now. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show.